0: Occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. Hey, welcome to Mids, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 107. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses. It's October. It is. It's the Halloween month. It's now. Not only is it the Halloween spooky month, it is also someone's birthday. (laughs) It's my birthday. That's Abby. The spooky podcast queen. Yeah. As we all know her, me. As Mm. we all know me. I know at least one person that would fight you for that title. Personally? Yeah. Wow. Why? Is it you? <laughs> no. Well, then have them fight me. <laughs> okay, I'll arrange a date. One of you won me later. Save the date. We'll just talk at each other over mics in a battleground. There's a war going on around you, but you two are just chatting. This is going to be a really good episode. I am so excited to tell you about my story today. I'm talking about the Highgate vampire. Oh, I will be talking about the Devil's Tramping Ground, which is a listener request. First, I want to talk about my birthday. Once upon a time, I was born. And then... About 70 years ago, Abby was birthed. 206 years ago, I was born. And then, this year happened... Now I've aged significantly, it's been an insane year, and now I'm 609. Wait, what was I before? 200 and something. Did I have to say 700? I don't know, you've aged significantly though. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite a sleepy girl. It's been a busy day. It has been a busy day. We didn't do a lot, but it's been busy. It's been, the, the duties of having a birthday have been heavy on me. Oh yeah. I want to make sure everyone has a good time. Everyone. Yeah, it's you. me and you. And we saw your mom. For have a bit. you been having a good time? No, actually. Oh, <laughs> yes. actually, no. Kay had big road rage earlier. Oh my god! So many people tried crashing into us on one tiny road. It was insane. Today I was destined to die, but I simply refused because it's my birthday, dude. I simply refused, and we have a podcast to release. I honked my horn, and let me tell you, honking my horn gives me anxiety. <laughs> I don't like to do it. I fear confrontation. You don't? It looks like you love it. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Because I take on the persona of a horn honker. (laughs) Yeah. If you like to honk your horn, DM me. Personally. Are you starting a club? I want to know how they do it. Fellow honking horners? Wait. (laughs) I don't like to honk. That's what I'm saying. I want to know what makes people like to honk their horn. To be obnoxious and to tell the people they're doing the wrong job. I don't know. I don't drive a car. Well, that's why I honked. Because someone was going to crash into us. Mm-hmm. But people that honk their horn over like little, little, little things. I'm like... I Hamsters. Don't... Yeah. Over tiny, tiny bugs. I don't know what my horn sounds like. Couldn't tell you. But some people constantly just laying on it. You know in a Tesla where you can change the sound of a horn? Yes. Uh, can you change it to anything? I don't own a Tesla. Is there a time limit? You made it really sound like I own a Tesla. (laughs) Well, if there isn't a time limit, can I make it a whole podcast episode? You make it... Can I? I I think we should start the episode. Tell me the news, Kate. Okay. This week's news is from the New York Post and obviously unexplained-mysteries.com. Because I would be lost without them. Mm Mm-hmm. Abby, are you a fan of the Chucky franchise? Eh. Abby, pretend to be a fan of the Chucky franchise. I love nothing more than that little guy. Before I tell you the news, I'm going to tell you a family story I love. Like, from you? So before I was born... Oh my god. (laughs) My parents were hanging out with my uncle, my mum's younger brother. Is this related to... And his wife, my aunt. So, they've all been watching scary movies, and Chucky freaked my aunt out. So she went to the loo later on and my mom's noticed there's a freaky doll where they're staying. So every time my aunt leaves the room, my parents and uncle were moving it around the room. That's so funny. Just like, inch by inch. Like, slowly. But Mm -hmm. like, noticeably over time. Trying to freak her out. And eventually she noticed and had a fucking meltdown. (laughs) At all of them. (laughs) Understandable. But, she has to fear no longer. Because Chucky has finally been arrested by police. (laughs) In Mexico in late September. Excuse me? Yep. Carlos N. had been using Chucky to wield a real large knife in order to frighten people. Chucky and Carlos were arrested for disturbing public order and endangering people in Monclova. Allegedly, Carlos was under the influence of substances, but news so far says that Chucky was stone cold sober while committing his crimes. That is absolutely wild. That's the news at the end there, in case you didn't get that. The news was that he was sober. Yeah. Finally. Finally. It's taken him so long. Chucky. I'm so proud of you. You. Chucky. You listening out there. Chucky. All the Chucky's listening. All the Chuck E. Cheeses out there listening. I'm proud of you. What's Chuck short for? Chuckle. <laughs> Charles, I think. Without hesitation, I hate that man. you laugh so quietly because on the podcast, it sounds like you're just completely silent. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Well, thank God somebody's put a stop to him. Thank you, police department. Thank you. Chucky's been terrorizing y'all's neighborhood Finally. for too long. Much too long. He's been causing terror for years, dude. Mm-hmm. What? Why are we so slow? We've seen the movie. There's so many of them. His bride. You got her yet? No. She's I on not the even loose. I haven't seen that one. I'm not even going to lie. No. I didn't care so much for the first one. I haven't seen it. controversial. I haven't seen a single Chucky movie. I think I didn't watch it when I was of age, though, and maybe as an adult, I'd appreciate it more. You know? Of age? Yeah, like old enough to enjoy horror movies and not just be like, I'm scared of the movie. Right. Were you afraid of Chucky? I don't really remember. So I'm going to say no. Probably not. No. I don't. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't judge too heavily, but I don't understand what is super scary about him. He's murderous, so he's a doll. Throw him in the wood chipper. You've not seen Annabelle? She's murderous. Well, I'm not afraid of her either. Throw her in the wood chipper. Stay tuned for Throw Her in the Wood Chipper merch coming soon. Anyway, let me tell you my story. So, my sources are davidcastleton.net, Wikipedia, vice.com, and My London News. So, it was Halloween night <gasps> in 1968. Oh. A group of young people were interested in the occult and they visited Highgate Cemetery. Burr. This particular cemetery was having some issues at the time. According to a newspaper report at the time, there were regular vandals that were frequenting the graveyard hoodlums. Yep. Yeah. The place was covered in graffiti, it was overgrown, and it was neglected. Also, coffins were cracking open, vault doors had been pulled off, it was, like, extremely abandoned. How were coffins cracking open? Why? You can't maintain a coffin once they're in the ground. No, uh, you know, like, in in vaults, in like a... Oh, like a crypt? Like a crypt. Right, I see. They'd be, like, jarred open. Right, right, right. Also, what was now being reported on was shocking. This will shock you. What if I clickbait for half an hour into the episode? Do it. And then what happened next was crazy. You'll never guess what happened after this. This is how Kate talks, by the way, in everyday Go life. Away. And she was looking at me knowing that I was going to say it. Sometimes Kate says, I think this and here's why. And I'm like, will you just tell me? I always say like, I really like that. And here's why. <laughs> but I think because I got bored of the word because. No, I get it. It makes sense, I suppose. It's just like, I'm like, okay. How many be- articles do I have to click through to understand why you like this I thing? I need to be enraptured. Oh, I am. Anyway, what was being reported on was shocking. Oh my God, what was it? Please, people are going to kill me. God. Flowers had been taken from graves <gasps> and arranged in circular patterns with arrows pointing to a new grave which had been uncovered. The coffin was open and an iron stake in the shape of a crucifix was jammed through the lid and into the chest of the corpse. Well that did shock me. Uh huh. <laughs> the people who did this were never discovered, so they couldn't be charged. But there was some outrage of this, of course. In February of nineteen seventy, a man named David Farrand wrote a letter about how he'd seen a grey figure in Highgate Cemetery on December 24th, 1969. Also, I like that so far the vampire is only reported on, or like, vampire activity, has happened on Halloween and then Christmas. God bless. Seasonal. Only here for the holidays. Me. They love an event. David asked if others had seen anything similar, as he determined that the figure was supernatural. Several days later, on the 13th of February, he got replies from people who had described a variety of different ghosts. And to make the date thing better, I was thinking, oh, it's Halloween, it's Christmas. I wonder if it's Friday the 13th. It was. It was Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. I checked the calendar.
1: In- oh, that's why. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. I was we having were researching a little giggle.
0: in a coffee shop and Abby goes, ha! and I was like, what's happening? And she was like, I can't tell you because it'll ruin the surprise. I'm on the calendar app. Would you like to know what day you were born? I was like, what? I was born on a Friday. I was a Tuesday. Today, on today. Anyway, this holds no bearing. I just thought it was kind of fun. People had claimed to have seen ghosts wearing outfits, um, different kinds of outfits a woman wearing white, a man wearing a top hat, the ghost of a cyclist, which is kind of a fun one, a ghost in a pond, a face staring through the bars of the gates, as well as a shapeless form. When you say they were wearing outfits, my immediate thought was a hot dog outfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, any particular reason I don't know do they have those in The Sims? yes that's, I think that's the one I'm imagining that's fun I like that now you know people also reported bells ringing and voices calling when they were near the cemetery so you've got the whole package. You've got the triathlon ghost, swimming and cycling. You've got the classic shapeless blob ghost. We all know and love him. You've got the woman in white. You've got the fancy man. We've got the scary looking ba- guy looking through the bars. Tag your friend group. I was going to say tag yourself. Oh, I'm shapeless blob. No, I already took shapeless blob. You know blob. what? Yeah, you have more shapeless blob energy. Thanks. What about me? <laughs> well, I would have said fancy man, but now fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm not saying you're, you're a shapeless really, you're blob. You're giving shapeless blob no i just feel like if you were a ghost you'd be like a sheet ghost and you'd I'd move be a like, shit ghost yeah you'd be a shitty ghost Rude. i'm just saying you'd be like you know like you'd just be stood in the corner like hello sorry. sorry hang on one second when you said yeah you'd be a shitty ghost you went like this and then you went i was trying to click but i couldn't so you i can't click? So I just made the clicking noise with my mouth she's giving herself foley <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you'd be you'd be like friendly, wearing a sheet, moving quickly. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Haunting, actually. Now, David also spoke to two people. One was an old lady who said she'd been walking through the graveyard with her dog when she saw a tall figure with glowing eyes coming towards her, and she felt the air get very cold. The other person, what? She felt the egg. I said air. It just sounded like egg. The other person David spoke to had been lost in the cemetery when he heard a bell ring and he headed towards the sound in hopes of getting out. He felt the feeling of someone right behind him, and the air got very cold again. When he turned around, he saw a tall figure staring back at him. David spent the night in the graveyard after this to investigate further. He claimed that he saw a greyish figure that was around seven feet tall floating before him. The air turned icy cold and he felt like he was being drained of all of his energy. He said he felt like he could no longer control his body like he was having a bad dream. Mm-hmm. He did an incantation to free himself from the psychic attack and the grey figure disappeared. Okay. So David is involved in the supernatural. I, yeah, <laughs> handicapped with that. Yeah. You'll hear more on that in a second. Okay. But this oh, other guy. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. <laughs> Four things you didn't know about David. Wait till the end. A man named Sean Manchester claimed that the grey figure David had mentioned was a vampire. Sean claimed that the vampire had been awakened due to people attempting black magic in the cemetery. He said that he had spoken to local people who had experienced vampiric activity, one of which was a schoolgirl who had seen the vampire when walking through the cemetery. She then had nightmares where something evil had entered her bedroom, and eventually two wounds appeared on her neck, and she developed symptoms of amni- of an of Annie (laughs) she was singing please (laughs) what's that fucking song she sings (laughs) all I can think of is where are you Christmas me too me too it's It's a hard hard not (laughs) life you can't edit that out we both just sang it's a hard not life i keep it in there (laughs) you want me to do a bad dub amnesia you go. anemia oh. <laughs> her boyfriend filled her room with crucifixes and garlic and the condition later improved also she ate a block of iron another alleged victim is a woman who had woken in the night to find something sorry it's because I wrote, who had women in the night I don't think that's what she had who had woken <laughs> in yeah, the night no. to find something cold clutching her hand the next morning she noticed tears in her skin where she had tried to free her hand As you can imagine, the media loved this vampire story. Mm -hmm. Of course they did. Publicity grew around the supposed vampire, with newspapers calling it the Vampire King or spreading more rumours around black magic. David agreed that the vampire had been dormant and had now been awakened. So the first guy, you Mm -hmm. remember. Yep. But it had been mentioned in a Victorian writing before now, implying that the creature was very old. So he said that he'd already read about it in an old Victorian thing. It's the same creature, is what he claimed the story became more popular because David and Sean started a rivalry. <gasps> they both claimed that they could and would destroy the vampire, or whatever it was. Quite why they both wanted to destroy it so bad, I don't know. But I presume to be like the guy that got the vampire. They were both vampire hunters and they both wanted to, to get it. It reminds me of... What is okay, it's going to say something really weird now. So there was... An animated claymation movie about Bigfoot. See? The missing link, do you mean? <laughs> yeah. And everyone wanted to kill him, right? That was the whole thing. Because everyone wanted to like bring him back to be like the guy that caught Bigfoot. Yeah. And these guys were vampire hunters, supernatural hunters. I'm not exactly sure what they were. But they were you know. just two blokes. <laughs> <laughs> David also claimed that he found a lot of dead foxes in the cemetery drained of blood and suggested that the vampire was using them as a food source. Then Sean said he was going to host an exorcism on Friday the 13th of March. God bless. Another another date. Another big one. They were waiting. It was actually January at this point. <laughs> ITV even interviewed Sean and David, as well as other people who had claimed to have seen the figure in the cemetery. I forgot that this was like recent-ish. Yeah, it's 70s. Mad. For reference, non-UK people, it's like ITV is like a, a news channel. The interview was aired on the 13th in the late afternoon. So, of course, with this having like a cult following, people who were also interested in the supernatural, a huge group of people arrived at the gates of the cemetery and they started climbing over the walls and the police were trying to hold them back. It was like a whole thing. Oh my god. They all wanted to get him. They all wanted to get the vampire. All of them. Get him. Get him, everyone! (laughs) The vampire hunters used a rope to climb into a catacomb through a window. They found a spooky looking coffin that looked different from the rest and Sean performed an exorcism on the coffin using holy water, garlic, and salt. Delicious. So they literally just picked one that looked slightly different. He said that he knew it was that oh, one. Oh right. He could like sense it. it because was, it like, looks different. different. Like, it was, like in spooky. Like in games where one thing That one was rendered. Like one door has more detail yeah. <laughs> than all the others. A couple of months later, after this event, somebody came across the burned and headless remains of a woman's body found near the catacomb at the cemetery. The police believed that the body had been used in black magic, but they weren't exactly sure who had done this, which is already wild in itself. People were just doing crazy shit to bodies in this place because they thought it was vampires and stuff. There was the satanic panic. A few days later, they found David wandering around the churchyard carrying a crucifix and a stake. He was arrested, but it was later dismissed. He was not fucking around. He was there to kill. (laughs) He was like, nah, none of this garlic bullshit. Give me a piece of wood. A couple of days after David's arrest, Sean was also found at the cemetery. Him and his friends forced open the doors of a vault. He lifted the lid off of a coffin and was close to driving a stake into the corpse, but his friend told him not to because it was a crime, and he persuaded him to put the stake down. He ended up shutting the coffin but left garlic in the vault and performed a ritual to banish the evil presence. Rumours started spreading that Sean and David were going to meet for a magic duel... On Friday the 13th of April, you cannot make this shit Come up. Come on, man. The duel did not happen, and instead David was arrested and jailed for damaging memorials and interfering with remains. I was going to say, you can't do all no, of this. No, you can't just That's go... That's illegal. Mm, whether you think or have evidence that it's a vampire or not, I don't think you can go into to Graveyard's... In these days. Listen, you can't start lifting lids off of coffins just because you might have something on your hands. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to do that. No, legally, I'm going to say no. These legal facts will shock you. He said that these damages had been caused by Satanists and not him, but they didn't believe that given the circumstances and all the information regarding him. Given the fact that he had the coffin lid in his hands. <laughs> David and Sean continued to be in a feud over this until David died in 2019. Yeah. They would write to each other over the years and try to get the other to back off the vampire case. I love that. They insulted each other and attempted to control the narrative of the story and explain the vampire in different ways until David died. Whether it was awakened or not, there was a lot of evidence that groups were practicing some form of magic in the cemetery. I Did- wish I had an not- arch nemesis. Arch nemesis. emesis. I am your arch nemesis. I wish David was even a member of the group that used this particular cemetery to do rituals. The police were well aware of things happening in the cemetery, all these this magic stuff, um, because they often found evidence of things like candles and upside down pentagrams drawn on the floor. David claims he only used the cemetery for rituals because it was the out, like an outside space, mm-hmm. not because it was a cemetery, and also he didn't do anything satanic. Sean claimed that he'd hunted the vampire down and killed it in 1974. This was only on one source, so I don't know how legit it is, but he said that he had discovered the same spooky-looking coffin in an abandoned gothic mansion near the area. He thought the coffin had been moved there, so him and his vampire-hunting buddies moved the coffin up the stairs and took the lid off and saw the corpse. He said that it was unimaginable with yellow eyes, and he staked it... An inhuman slime came out. And he later cremated the body. If you stab a dead body, inhuman slime will come out. Yeah. I'm not judging him. If it could be... Well, I am for trespassing and interfering with remains. Okay, cop Kate. But apart from that, believe what you want to believe. But yeah, goo's going to come out of that. Yeah, if this is true, I'm sure it's highly legal. But this is not the police podcast, I guess. But that's the end of that story. Was it a vampire? I don't know. Let's do the scare scale. How scary? That a vampire was running around London? How scary do you think that the the prospect of that is? Like, do you think it was real? Would you be scared of the cemetery? I think I would be... I would definitely take a different route home from work. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, like, three and a half. The whole thing, I think, is scary, regardless of whether you think the the first case is scary. Yeah, like, there was a headless burnt remains of a woman. Yeah. That's awful. And whether David was practicing satanic rituals or not, which he claimed he wasn't, and that's fair, and Mm -hmm. he's dead, so we can't ask him. Yeah. Um... The police did say there was evidence people were doing that. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't want to walk into that. Yeah, that's more of like, I don't know if I believe that there was a vampire going around, but I'm not happy about the way everyone else was acting. <laughs> I'm not happy with how everyone handled that. Shapeless Blob didn't do any any damage. <laughs> so he was just hanging out there. Just trying to hang. Yeah, three and a half to scare. How dangerous. Dangerous to be in the area. Again, three and a half, I'd say. Fair How likely is it that the vampire was real? I'm going to say a one. You don't think? No, I don't, I don't think. I don't, the only kind of thing that really sort of made me doubt was the fact that foxes had been drained of blood. Mm. But if everyone is doing mad satanic shit... Also, I... I think it's difficult to say, I'm not saying like, oh, this isn't real. Of course I'm not, that's not my thing. But... Uh, with other vampire cases we've looked at, with animals being drained of blood, sometimes the blood coagulates at the bottom of the animal, and it looks like they've been drained of blood, but they haven't. You'd have to take the whole thing apart to see that.
1: Yeah, and I imagine
0: with- he's not cut open all these foxes and examined them. Yeah, it's the same with people, isn't it? That's like the yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. The foxes could have died because of rituals that were happening in the area, and it looks like they've been drained of blood. It's entirely possible, because so much was going on in the cemetery. Yeah, Anything could have happened. Yeah, or the foxes could have been, like, blood sacrifices for these different rituals that were going on. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. There doesn't appear to be a lot of, like, evidence of a vampire. It feels like someone was like, hey, there could be a vampire. And then everyone was like, there's a vampire! That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Like, everyone was like... Almost everyone except one person was like, yeah, there was a bunch of ghosts in there. It's pretty creepy. And then everyone was like, what if instead of it being a ghost, it's a vampire? And if we stake everyone in the cemetery, it'll die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Could have been though. Could have been. Could have been. Well, that's why it's a one and not a zero. Yeah. You got any other ideas? I don't know. Some other predator, perhaps. Fair enough. Could have been ghosts. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. That's really... That's it. Those are the three. It was either the people that were messing around with black magic, other animals, ghosts. Yeah, and also where there was so much media outrage, people heard of something exciting and otherworldly and they went to go check it out and they were excited about it. Mm. They could have easily been convincing themselves of things or making stories up to tell each other to hype it up more. Definitely, They could have been like... I don't know, seen something else in the cemetery because they've been told there was a vampire, thought it was that, or thought yeah, it was a ghost. like the confirmation bias. Yeah. Um, and, and I think as well, like, if you have travelled to go there, you're going to want to see it. And, like, yeah. you're going to want to go home and tell people that you saw it, even if you didn't. Mm. And, like, because it's a good story to tell, my mum always says, don't spoil a good story with the truth. And it's giving that. That's fair enough. Yeah. It could have also been something DavidCastleton.net calls legend tripping, which is apparently a term used by folklorists when young people make expeditions to sites that hold terrifying events, such as crime or supernatural occurrences. Mm-hmm. And these kind of things usually demonstrate the courage of the young people, kind of like hazing, I suppose, and often include places like caves, abandoned buildings, and cemeteries. We did and, that. Yeah, you did? Yeah. It was Halloween. Went over to my friend's house. I just wanted a night in. And everyone was like, let's go to the cemetery. So all four of us went. We were like 14. It was stupid. I didn't want to go. <laughs> Sean and David were both charismatic leaders of groups that engaged in ritualistic behaviors. It is possible that two groups of legend trippers were in rivalry to track down this vampire. So they were kind of being dead to do different things. And... Um, the first one to do it would be like the winner, I suppose. So they're both going to keep saying stories about how they, they've done it or yeah. they're going to do it or whatever. Like it, it is possible, obviously, I'm not completely ruling out, that Sean did go and find the vampire and kill it. And he's the one that's saved us all from the vampire. But it could just be that he was like, David's in jail or whatever. I'm going to be the one to kill it, even if he didn't actually do it. He could yeah. have told everybody. We could have believed that. We don't know. There's no way of knowing. Yeah. Unless he wants to come on the show and tell his side of the story. Unless the vampire wants to come on the show and yeah. tell his side of the story. I would love her. that. Yeah. You're experiencing so much anxiety, right? Or, mm-hmm. like, adrenaline, that I have definitely, when I'm in, like, a high state of anxiety, thought that I've seen things. Like, bugs on the floor. I see that all the time. Yeah. Like, spiders and things. Yeah. Because I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I would imagine it would be similar, but like times 10 because you're in an objectively scarier place. Mm-hmm. If I'm seeing bugs in my home, you bet your ass if it's night and I'm in the cemetery, I'm going to see a vampire. Yeah, that's fair. But it could it could be a vampire and it definitely could be a ghost because I feel like the ghosts have more play here because multiple people saw them and also um, they seem to just be chilling. Yeah, for sure. Likelihood of ghosts, like four. Yeah, but the the vampire. I don't know. I feel like no one, no one really knew him or her or Beck. No one knew them. <laughs> no one knew him. But it was just kind of like a one tall figure, and everyone decided it was a vampire. It's me. Yeah, it was Kate, I was and just everyone, <laughs> everyone. was Christ, like, "Christ, guys, I'm just paying my respects." <laughs> that's not true. Nobody pays attention to you at all. No, everyone walks into me. People walk into Kate. But that's every day. actually not true because everyone in the grocery store knows I'm there because they flock to me for help with tall items. People ask me things about being in a shop. Every time I go into a shop, people think I work there. I have no idea why. (laughs) I have arm tattoos. I'm always wearing a hat. I wear like graphic t-shirts. There's literally, I wear like a leather jacket almost every day. There's no reason. I wouldn't mind. But when I'm stood with Abby, people mistake me for working in a store as well. And I don't mind, but I'm wearing like Blue jeans. Like I was oh, oh, yeah just, like a random t-shirt. Like I do not, I'm not wearing a uniform. No. Kate's mum brought me into MS once. And I was As a I stood with her. And I was stood with literally her mom. I was talking to her mom in the shop. And a woman came up to me and was like, Do you have any dresses that aren't formal? But like, are good for a party, like because they're all really long, and I don't want a long dress. I want a short dress, and all I can find is these long dresses. And I just, I've been looking everywhere, and I can't find anything. I just want to go to a party. Do you have anything for a party? And she was like, going, it was like a long time, and Kate's mom was just looking at me, and then in the end, I was like, I, I don't know, because I don't work here, and she got so embarrassed because I should have cut her off, really. But I was just waiting for it to be you like... You wanted to know the tale. <laughs> You're like, what are you are like, tell me. Come on, I, was like, I should have just been like, I can try dresses on with you more." you want. You're like, is there a buffet? <laughs> can I go? <laughs> um, tell and, us your mistaken attendance <laughs> stories. I've, I've got so many. Tell us if it was really a defeated vampire or whether it was a hoax. Let us know on social media, at Miss Magic Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Also, we have a Patreon if you want to go check that out at patreon.com forward slash MythsMagicMurder. Over on the Patreon, you can see our beautiful smiling faces. You can celebrate Abby's birthday with us by seeing her face. Yay! (laughs) Also, you get some money off of our merchandise that you can see on MythsMagicAndMurder.com. With the merch, we're changing it up. We're getting rid of some old stuff. We're putting some new stuff on there. So if you have had your eye on something and you've been putting it off, waste no more time. Get it in. Get it done. Also, on the website, you can tell us your spooky stories, terrifying tales, haunted happenings. Nice. Haunted happenings, terrifying tales, spooky stories. I don't know, you're the one who made that up. Terrifying tales, spooky stories, haunted happenings. I don't think haunted happenings is on there. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Anyway, tell us them. Um, Or you can email us on mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Also we have a P.O. box that's in the description. Tell me a story, Kate. I will. You couldn't stop me if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my sources are atlasobscura.com, grunge.com, wikipedia, mysteriousfieldtrip.com, spectrumlocalnews.com and the original devils tramping So, The Devil's Tramping Ground is definitely one of the scariest sounding places that we've covered in my opinion. Was he tramping? (laughs) Was he tramping? To be fair, I erase every single memory of the topics that we cover as soon as the recording is over. Yeah, you see, people always say to me when I do a a pub quiz, you know so much occult stuff, you know so much crime stuff. And the truth is, I do sit and I read these things constantly. Um, I write essays on them, I record a podcast on them. However, my brain is a sieve, and it's much like chickpeas release their water... I release the information. <laughs> what? Like, That's when like you put ch- chickpeas in a sieve, my brain is that, and all the, the good juice comes out. You're like, such as though chickpeas release their aquafaba. <laughs> Me and Moira Rose on the podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a trauma response <laughs> for the podcast, I'm sure of it. Even though it sounds horrific, the Devil's Tramping Ground is just a camping spot in a forest in North Carolina. To be more specific, in case you'd like to go on a trip this weekend, it's located near the Harper's Crossroads area in Bear Creek. Sorry, did you just invite me on a camping trip to a place called the Devil's Tramping Ground next to a crossroads in a place called Bear Creek? No, I mean the Royal U. Okay. I'm inviting everyone. Abby, stop being so selfish. Just because I don't know birthday. we'll all fit. <laughs> We will if we stack upwards towards the sky. Can we all sleep standing? <laughs> Everyone, if you're in North Carolina, look towards the horizon this weekend.
1: <laughs> see you us will, wave to you, you. You
0: will see us stack 50 high. <laughs> That's all the listeners we have. Everyone else is uninvited. Oh, we're one, one on top of the other. I'm imagining like a ring of us. Oh. There's like people in the middle. There's dense. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's about 10 miles south of Silas City and it's not your normal camping area, obviously, because otherwise it wouldn't have that nickname. Describe to me your perfect camping grounds. I I would not be camping. <laughs> if I I do not existent. If I had to camp, it would be uh, in a yurt. <laughs> it would be in Dude, I've stayed in a yurt. A heated yurt with a toilet. Cold. They are cold. A heated yurt with a plumbing system. So you want to stay in a home? In a lock. And I want to stay in a hotel. <laughs> I don't want to camp. I am a, honestly, first of all, I'm terrified of insects, uh, and second of all, I am a huge baby, big huge baby, massive. This just in, big huge baby. I uh, can't take. If something's like really wrong, I used to be really sturdy, mentally. Thought so you meant like physically. This is my therapy session. Once upon a time, I used to be really sturdy, and then something happened, and now I'm soft, and I can't take problems. Like whenever it's cold, I'll just be I'll just be crying. I can't take okay. it. I can't deal with it anymore. This is true. She does have breakdowns over tiny things. Yeah, I'm just pushed to my limit, dude. If it's cold and there's a bug, I'm gonna start crying. I'm not staying anywhere outside voluntarily. These last 26 years have not been kind to you. <laughs> no. Give her a break. Please let me rest. Okay, now describe your worst idea of a camping space. Okay. I'm in a tent. There's rain coming in. There's an intruder outside. I don't know who it is. I'm alone. The space, like the area. I'm not oh. saying like, yeah, okay. If you were stabbed to death in a tent, that probably. Be I was worse. about to mention bowel movements, not stabbings, but <laughs> that's okay. No, I mean, the area, uh dirty wasteland. um No nature beauty, no beauty of nature. No. Why do you talk in bullet points? <laughs> We have this joke that I talk like that dog on TikTok. You know, bunny? Mm-hmm. I do it constantly. Every time we, like, are talking, I'll be like, what for dinner, hmm? What eat now, hmm? What doing, hmm? And I don't know why. I, um, I, it's a problem. Um, but I... Yeah. Somewhere that it's, it's dirty, it's not pretty, because the benefit of camping is that you're in nature, right? Um, and it's horrid. It's raining. Wait, that's not... Wait, I'm bad at this. Just continue. Okay, well, this is probably somewhere in the middle, is what I've written. I thought you'd be able to answer a simple question. (laughs) That was my first error. Okay, in the the middle of a premier inn... I'm pooing myself. have a diarrhea in a tent while someone tries to get in. It is this devil's tramping ground. It is rumoured that nothing grows in this 40-foot ring, about 12 metres, in the clearing of this forest. Apparently, this is because it's where the devil paces during the night, thinking of new and awful ways to torture humanity. Oh, God. Nothing has grown in the circle for generations. Some believe it's been over 300 years since anything has grown here. Wow. This isn't to say that people haven't tried, but apparently when things are put down there overnight or, like, planted, they're damaged or gone by the next morning. Apparently, it even makes compasses fail and animals will give the area a wide berth if they're walking nearby. Visitors have been known to anchor sticks and other small items in the ground and return the next day while they're visiting, but none have seen them again. Ooh, like the anchor sticks, not the people. Similarly, some locals have tried transplanting the nearby wiry grass, which is just on the edge of the circle, to other soils. But it's always proven unsuccessful. Interesting. Yeah. And like around this circle is just a normal forest. Okay. Like everything else is fine. Just this circle. Can you camp on it? Are you allowed to camp on the circle? Mm, I'll get there. Why? You think it's just over camped? No, I was just asking right. if you were allowed <laughs> to or whether there was like a. Bear with, bear with. I'll get there, I'll get there. <laughs> a law. Tests have been done on sections of the soil, and results said that while some mineral levels were elevated, there wasn't enough salt in the soil to make it so that nothing can grow there, which adds another layer of intrigue. Oh. I say just leave me there overnight. I'll tell you what's going on. Can someone not set up a ring doorbell? I'm not 100% sure on religion, so just let me go there overnight, and I'll let you know. I'll be your ring doorbell. Thank you. You don't need to. Yeah, me too. I'm hungry. 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 It's 7 pm. (laughs) This would probably be easier if there wasn't a gate and game cameras watching the area. As in, to leave me there overnight. So, yes, they have a ring doorbell. They have a ring doorbell. Well, it's game cameras, but yeah. What is a game camera? Like, game is like wildfowl. Oh, like chicken. Animals, yeah. Right. I thought you meant like there was a sport. I know what you thought. That's why I waited. Why do they have cameras for the chickens? Well, they have cameras for like animals and stuff because it's private property. So what? If a bird lands Well,
1: you forest? want to see if there's
0: a bear while you have an open camping ground, don't you? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. So you know to hang out with him? Yeah. Um don't trespass the devil's tramping ground is on private property uh you have to book i'll explain how we're gonna get in we have to book for all of us yes dude (laughs) (laughs) so i go in and i say hey party for abby yeah one thousand people (laughs) we're all gonna stack do you mind if we just stack all night (laughs) we don't need a tent we are here stacking Someone has tried it out before. A journalist for the Greensboro paper allegedly spent the night in a tent in the middle of the circle with his two dogs. He said he heard ghostly footsteps circling outside his tent, but I'm presuming he didn't check who the footsteps belonged to, because that's it. Oh. That's all the info that we have of that. (laughs) Fair enough. I wouldn't check either. The theory I'm more inclined to believe is that locals used it as a bonfire area and destroyed the fertility of the ground. But I'm more sceptical than you are, so... I guess we'll see what you think at the end. But it would be strange that this is the only area in the entire forest that's barren because surely there's more than one group of hooligans in the area. Mm, Hooligans. I don't think hooligans are the only ones that have campfires, but (laughs) because I used to be a girl guide and I'm not a hooligan, but I do think they're the ones that do it outside of designated areas. Yeah, you're clearly not a hooligan. Look at me. I'm hooliganless. Yeah, you're like, mm, this isn't, isn't a designated area. You cannot tamper with a corpse. Oh, you, okay, listen, I don't want to start forest fires or be arrested for dealing with dead bodies when I shouldn't. I'm not saying that I've ever done those things. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, you're so boring. Tamper with the corpse, Kate. <laughs> but I hope tamper with the corpse, Kate, doesn't become our new fucking tamper thing. Tamper with the corpse, Kate. The devil isn't the only theory about why this patch of land has its kooks. Some believe it could have been an alien landing spot. That's before. what I was gonna say. Similar to a crop circle. Yeah. Also, did you know why crop circles were a thing? Like, I knew it was because aliens had allegedly landed, but I always just presumed they'd smushed the grass. It's from the radiation. Uh, this is the first I'm learning. Why would they... What do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> just Just <laughs> lands. Just stunts like, against the ground. Yeah. Right. No. yeah. That's why they're in patterns, uh, uh, supposedly.: Wow. yeah. It, it, it says here, because of extraterrestrial engines releasing radiation. Mm-hmm. I just presumed smush it. No. Wow, I'm dumb. You're just not as interested as aliens as I am as aliens.: Yeah, Aliens love me. Doctors hate <laughs> her, aliens love her. There could also be some other supernatural energy in the area. Stealing belongings, stopping nature from growing there. It all sounds very, like, ghostly or witchy or Mm -hmm. whatever. Of course, the idea of sacred indigenous ground has been thrown into the conversation. There's no evidence of this. But one of the indigenous stories is that this is where they would go to meet for feasts and would dance afterwards, thus trampling the earth. So it could be like, you know how, like, soil remembers Mm-hmm. And like trees and plants, remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might just not grow there. That makes sense. Another of the stories is that two rival Indian tribes met there and battled. And Chief Croatan was killed and buried on the spot. And now the circle is cleared because the spirits still mourn his loss. If you want to go and try and figure out what on earth is going on with the earth here, then I believe you can book through the original trampingground.com. They let people conduct paranormal investigations here, as well as camp. Maybe we should go. It even has the following quote on their website. The Devil's Tramping Ground is a mysterious location where weird things have occurred during the late hours. Every time we have visited, it feels like something is always watching you. Is it just the woods, or is something paranormal surrounding this land? Obviously, if you go, tell me. Me, specifically. Not the podcast, just tell me. Uh, Because I want to go, but I'm too far away. We'll go sometime. I would like to. I enjoy we'll do to do a camp. supernatural tour of America. I won't be camping, but I will set up my Ring doorbell. I won't be camping. Ew. I'm not like that. Ew. I love nature, I just I get scared. I get scared. Hey. I get cold, and when I get cold, I get upset, and then I get anxious, and then the bugs will make me scared and it'll get dark, and then I'll cry. I used to be strong. one time I was like I've missed the train I'm gonna sleep in a phone box and now I'm like I need my bed or I'm gonna scream (laughs) I think you're just getting older maybe yeah I think that's what it is because young people think that nothing can hurt them I think that everything can hurt me all the time (laughs) well that's anxiety that's different right okay (laughs) um okay that's it on that okay that's all of the info that we have how scary do you think that this patch of land is like two just a patch of land huh yeah how dangerous one, yeah, you might go missing. Maybe, maybe you might you might let like, lose your crops. You or, Might be like, near your... the devil. I don't know if I believe in the devil. Whoa, big talk from such a scared in... baby. In... <laughs> the devil's gonna shun me now. Devil's like no. Oh, I'm I not, mean, in I'm the traditional sense of like, I have complex beliefs. I don't think personally that like the devil as a person can just exist. Like, that a man with horns is wandering around that patch every night. You know what I mean? Like, specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe there's something else going on, like, evil in that land, or supernatural. I'm not saying there isn't, but I don't think that there is a guy spawning there and moving around in that sense. You I don't, don't believe think- in that devil. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so you believe in, like, evil... Well, I, I, yeah, I suppose. But you don't believe in, like, an embodiment I'm, of I'm that? Because I'm way more open when we talk about demons than I am to, like, the devil himself as a man. Right. One guy. Okay, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. What about the worst demon? You but, think he's just wandering around there? Would that not be the devil? Yeah, I feel like it's more of, like, a... a, a bodiless thing, though. Right. Okay. And this is implying that someone's walking on the patch of land yeah yes and i don't think yeah, they are anyone... trampling it with yeah their like feet. trampling on it like tramping it yeah yeah okay what's the likelihood that the devil is tramping that? the devil himself yeah one and a half okay any other ideas aliens Yep. Yeah. i knew you'd love that i was thinking that originally it could just be from bonfires i suppose I don't know. I don't know. Like, I suppose the indigenous thing makes sense. I don't really know enough about anything to do with with soil, to be honest. Ugh, lame. I don't know the soil. If only you were a girl. The guide. soil remembers me, but I don't remember the soil. <laughs> Who is she? I don't know her. The soil. Tm. <laughs> That it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. I, I didn't really have a lot on this. Like I say, it was a listener request. Um I'm not sure how they found out about it. Maybe they're local. I personally had never heard of it. And everything online was just like, kind of short but sweet. Like, yeah, devil just walks around here.
1: Fair enough. Like, oh, Maybe
0: he does. Okay, cool. We've all got to have a hangout, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's it. Some people have a Starbucks. Some people have a circle in the middle of the forest, you know? And both, I think. Mm-hmm. You take your coffee to the forest, and I walk in circles until I'm dizzy, and then I sit down and drink my coffee. Yeah, stealing everyone's little sticks on the way. Ha ha! My You eat the crops, and then put it in rank. the empty coffee cup because you should leave nature as you found it. Yes, and you shouldn't listen before bed. Listen before bed.